Welcome to Holy Cow, a Cubs podcast. I'm your host, Sean Holland. On the episode today, we have our old friend, Katie Dwarzynski, who is just a big all-around Cubs and baseball fan, and many people on Twitter, if you are on there, you know her, and we just talk about the suddenly very good Cubs. I mean, really coming out of nowhere. I was kind of thinking I wanted Katie on to boost the mood for a pretty somber situation with the Cubs, but hey, now they're on a roll. So we um, talk about just everything involved with that, the sudden emergence of Mike Talkman, who everyone is talking about. Sorry, that's a bad pun, but... Hey. Anyway, we also talk about Katie's coverage of South Carolina baseball and just everything around the Cubs right now. And this was a pretty fun conversation. Just a reminder, you can subscribe to the podcast on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify and Stitcher. And yeah, just if you could rate and review the podcast, that would be great. Just I like to know who's listening and if you're a fan. And anyway, we'll get to our interview with Katie Drusinski. Here she is. All right, Katie. Welcome back to Holy Cow. It's always good to have you on. Thank you. So um, I I was going to have you on here because, well, things are kind of grim for the Cubs. They're (laughs) losing and things were going good. And then by the time I got you to agree, they they're on fire now so <laughs> I guess I'll ask you uh what do you think of the Cubs right now uh I think it's hard to know <laughs> they've been good and then they were bad and now they seem good again uh the two games I've been to this year the first one they got shut out nine to nothing by the Ro- uh the Reds and then the other day they beat the Orioles 10 to 3 so I don't know any really what they're doing um I would prefer that they keep the good stuff going and stop doing some of the bad stuff um and that maybe some of the other teams in the division start losing a little bit more yes that would be that'd be nice I mean nobody could win for a while it was like everybody's equally bad now it's like yeah now we're all gonna win so so I guess I'll ask you um since you went to the games uh what was the vibe at Wrigley this year uh, the two games I've been to have both been on Friday, so people are having a good time anyway since it's a Friday afternoon. Um, obviously, a lot more exciting in the game the other day. They hit three home runs in one inning. They were playing really well. Um, but the the vibe, I mean, it, people still seem to be having a good time, but it was a little rough, the game that they lost 9 to nothing to the Reds because they were really never in it. Um, but the crowd, the crowd seemed pretty good. I think towards the end of the game, people left because uh, it was pretty clear the Cubs weren't coming back. Uh, but overall, it hasn't seemed too much like a bummer. But during some of the losing streaks, it probably was a little bit more yes. sad. It's also been kind of chilly and gross here all spring and summer. So the weather hasn't really helped matters. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, there's been a lot of cold games, at least watching from afar. Like, this isn't very nice. Yeah, even the other day, it was only like in the 60s and cloudy for half the game. So we, you would think in mid-June, you'd be getting 70s and 80s. But 
not quite yet. Hopefully, hopefully once we hit July, it will be solid summer and that will help. Well, um, I haven't been to Wrigley Field in a very long time, but the last time I went was um, in like late June and it was the coldest game I've ever been at. It was <laughs> I'm like, I thought this was supposed to be June. What's going on? <laughs> I guess it's not a new phenomenon. Yeah. All right. So I'll ask you, of course, if people don't follow you on Twitter, uh, you are a big fan of Patrick Wisdom and, you know, it's baseballing and its face, as you <laughs> like to say. But uh, lately, it's been a lot more about his face and less about his baseball. So I thought I'd ask you, uh, what's going on with Patrick? Uh, I would love to know. Uh, he seemed to have such a good start to the season and then kind of just fell off and now he's hurt. Um, I know he's gone through kind of streaky slumps before where he hits a lot of home runs and then sort of hits not a lot of anything. But I think it's obviously the more people you have hitting, the better. And since he is a power guy and because the Cubs do have other options to play at his position, um, I think for him, obviously, it would be good to get back on track. Hopefully this IL stint sort of clears things up, gives him a break, takes some of the pressure off, um, and he can come back and start contributing more like he was in the first month or so of the season. Yeah. That would be that would be nice. But the face is still good, right? Always, always good. Yeah. So now for another guy who's, you know, kind of come out of nowhere, I guess local guy. Well, considering what I know there's a debate in Chicago about what's a Chicago guy and not, but uh Mike Talkman from Palatine, kinda out of nowhere, has been really good. What what do we make of this? Yeah, I mean, I think if nothing else, it's a really nice story um, that they've kind of had, especially when there was the slump and it was kind of a bummer to watch the Cubs for a while. He was still doing relatively well. Um, and I think just he seems like an easy guy to root for. It's a nice story to have local guy doing well on the team. Uh, is it sustainable or like, is he a long term piece? I don't know. Um, and I think it's too early to know, really. But it has been fun to watch him have that success and have that tie to the local community and that for him, it's got to be really exciting. But I think it's just, again, helpful to have as many guys hitting and playing well as the Cubs can, particularly when they are struggling. So hopefully he can keep it up um, and at least have a solid season, even if his role ends up being reduced a little bit or he's not quite as hot as he's been. He seems like he can be a valuable player in some role for this team, at least right now. Yeah. And I guess it's just, they've, they've had a few of these guys over the years that like, they're probably not going to be a long-term they're not like a Christopher Morrell where you think this guy's going to be good for a long time, but they're fun. So. And I think he's giving, at least he's like fun to watch right now. He's making great plays. He's hitting the ball. So in the games that are like nine to nothing blowouts or something like that, at least it's nice to have something to watch that is enjoyable. Yes. So that's one more, um, a guy that I don't really like, and it sounds like you don't really like, uh, Jameson Tyon. Just, I, he is not fun to watch. I don't know what I can I feel, I feel bad for him because, I, you know, I don't think he's, like, trying to be bad. And every so often he seems fine. Um, But he has seemed to have more bad luck than good this season. And I know all of the pitchers, you know, stuff happens. But his games do seem to be a little bit less enjoyable to watch. I hope he can figure it out Um, and at least get up to, like, a decent rest of the season, even if he's not the strongest starter the Cubs have. But I do, I mean, I hope he's good because it would be good to win more games. But I feel like it's got to be tough for him to going out there and having the results he's having and feeling the pressure of that, especially being a newer guy on the team. Yes. 
and I guess, you know, they're stuck with him for like three more years. So, I mean, it'd be nice if he could do something. <laughs> All right. So, stuff I wanted to talk to you about, because I know you listen to the um, radio broadcast a lot, too. And this is something that just, I think it's so funny, and I can't, these adult diaper commercials. It's like, it's taken on a life of its own, but it's just the funniest thing in the world. So I thought I'd ask you, um, I don't know if everybody that listened to this will know about it, but just, I want you to tell everybody about those. Uh, well, there is an ad read that gets read multiple times for uh, a brand of adult diapers. Um, I, it seems like an odd product to be advertising, especially during a baseball game, but I guess there's probably a market for it. Um, I do appreciate that the broadcast team clearly has fun with it. Um, and obviously they read it and they're not disrespectful or anything, but they do make jokes a little bit lighthearted ones and kind of cheese each other. Um, so I do appreciate that they seem to also recognize that they're advertising adult diapers during a baseball game. Um, I'm the first time I heard it, I was honestly really surprised, um, and thought maybe like it was a joke read. It yeah. seems it seems weird to me, but again, I guess there must be a market since they're doing it during every game multiple times. So I guess if nothing else, it's funny, and if it's a bad game, it gives you something to laugh at uh, if the game is going badly. Yeah, no, it's the same thing. I'm like, I was listening. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> bad. All right, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, that's the other, I guess, thing. It's just um, a lot of people, me included, are like. I'm not loving the TV broadcasts this year. They have all these like multiple, multiple announcers in the booth, and like it's just yeah, it's just I don't like the flow of them. No, and it's hard to get into a routine when you're hearing different voices all the time, and some of them are clearly better than others. Um, I think it could be okay if they brought in a third person for like one inning, um, and did sort of just a brief thing. But I think it is kind of frustrating, A, when you think there's a set broadcast team and then there's not. And I think the three-person booth is just too much, particularly with how fast-paced the games are now. There's not even as much downtime for them to talk. Like, there's just game <laughs> to call. Yes. Um. So, yeah, I would prefer if they could go back to just the two guys we expect to hear in the booth yeah. and then just special guests now and then. Yeah, and then it's like, then you add in Taylor McGregor. And it's like, when are we going to talk about the game? Yeah, there just seems to be a lot of talk that's not about the game um, or that like is but isn't what we need to be hearing because there's actual baseball happening while they're talking about something that has nothing to do with what's going on. Exactly. But yeah, it's just, I mean, and then like, I don't want to be mean because they all seem like nice, nice people and stuff. It's just, I don't need all this like side stuff. It's, it's a lot. And I don't need commentary on like every single thing that happens. I would rather just hear the game get called. Um, and then, you know, obviously there are always little side conversations between broadcasters, but a lot of the storytelling and things I could do without, especially when there is like action, I'd rather be hearing about from the game. Yes, exactly. But I guess, yeah, what can you do? And, and we both up tease Taylor McGregor a lot, which I, I do feel bad sometimes, but it's just, it's very easy to make fun of her, so. And I do, I feel like it's not all her fault. I'm sure she gets told what stories to report on and only has so much she can do. I just, I think on a broadcast that can already be a little bit irritating sometimes or just not as good as it could be, that's just a compounding thing is the little stories about like gum and the dugout and whatever else that just aren't really important to the game. Um, and that sometimes I don't 
fault her for telling the story she gets told to tell, but it just could either be presented better or cut entirely. Yeah, exactly. I do. I will say, I think she does have a good like rapport with Bug and JD when they're both on. I think that they all like obviously are friendly. Um, and I think that's enjoyable, but some of her little bits I could probably do without. Yes. Yeah. And it's just, I do feel bad when I tease her and stuff, but then I'm like, mm -hmm. she's annoying. So like one of the other things that you do um, is you write about college baseball. And um, unfortunately, after what seemed like a very good start to the year for your uh, South Carolina Gamecocks, kind of faded down the stretch. And so I don't want to bring up a really sore subject, but I guess I'll ask you, um, what were your thoughts on the college baseball season? Um, well, for South Carolina specifically, they did get off to a really hot start. And then a whole bunch of people got injured. Um, and so we had like people playing out of position and freshmen in the lineup um, and the pitching staff kind of struggled. And then they did get it together at the end of the season, made it to regionals, made it to super regionals. Um, so it was definitely better than they did last year. But then they got swept uh, in the super regional. So that was a bummer. Um, but overall, it was nice to see them get back to a little bit more of postseason baseball than they'd been to. And then in general, in terms of baseball, I haven't been paying a ton of attention to the College World Series since South Carolina isn't in it. Um, but I do think it's a good field. There's a lot of really good teams uh, who made it all the way to Omaha. So I think anyone there probably realistically has a decent chance at winning it. Um, I know there's several SEC teams that are still there, but then there's like Wake Forest is there. Um, so there are teams from maybe more traditional schools you think of, but also programs you might not expect. Um, so I think it will be interesting to see who wins the whole thing. Yes. And um, which I don't know if I've explained to everyone that listens my bizarre reason for being a Boston College fan, but um, they actually were good at baseball this year and made the tournament, but uh, they got beat out in the regionals. So, but it was fun to see them in there for a change. Yeah. All right. So, uh, uh, some of your other stuff that you want to plug? Is there anything you want to, because I know you've got some stuff that you do online. Um. Well, now that college baseball season for South Carolina is over, I am still looking at how former South Carolina players are doing in the pros. We actually just had a couple guys get called up. Uh, the Pirates called up Carmen Majinski, who's a pitcher, and mm -hmm. the Reds called up TJ Hopkins, uh, who was not a pitcher. <laughs> he was a position player. But it's nice to see some guys in, like, I would obviously, they play for other division teams I don't want their teams to do super well but it is fun to see guys uh who came up from my school get up to the major leagues unfortunately Jackie Bradley Jr who also went to South Carolina just got DFA'd recently by the Royals um so hopefully he can catch on with another team but he's had a pretty long career so I've been just kind of watching what they do uh so those reports weekly I update how our players are doing and those are at garnetandblackattack.com yep and um of course you still uh, sometimes tweet out about Hallmark movies? Yep, a... it's just about to be their Christmas summer programming, so that's coming soon. Yeah. So th those are any new developments in those, or still same old, same old? Uh, pretty much same old, same old, I think. Probably forever. <laughs> All right, so I guess I'll ask you, like, a couple more Cubs questions before we go. But, um, so... Any what players are really standing out to you lately that you're really enjoying watching? Um, 
Let's see. Well, like we said, Mike Talkman, I think, has been fun to watch. Uh, Kyle Hendricks, obviously, having such a great performance the other day. I saw him when I was at the game the other day. He had another nice performance. So I think it's really fun to see him come back after kind of falling off a little bit and having an injury. Um, and being now the only guy from the World Series team who's still here, I think it's fun to see him doing well again. Christopher Morrell is obviously super fun to watch um, just as like a person and a player. I do think the Cubs have a lot of guys. Dansby, obviously, big name, who is seems to be getting into a little bit more of a groove, hopefully now um, that he's been here a little while. So I think there are several stories of guys who are fun to watch. Uh, Cody Bellinger being back, I think, is exciting. He had been doing so well and then obviously had the injury. So he was another player, I think, especially in the field, watching him just like go make a catch is really fun. Um, so some, definitely some exciting guys. Hopefully they can all just start succeeding again and start winning. Yes. Good. Well, good start recently, so hopefully they can keep it going. Yeah. Um, just a fun question. Uh, what were your favorite Cubs memories when you were little, when you were a kid? Um, I really was not super into baseball as a kid, so I don't have a ton of little kid memories. But um, when I was in elementary school, we had this program where you could like help out in the school office, like to put stuff in the mailboxes for teachers and stuff like that. And the reward at the end of the year was everyone got to go to a Cubs game. Uh, cool. So the first Cubs game I went to, I was probably in fifth grade and it was my uh, student helper reward at the end of the year. That's nice. So you yeah. were like, force fed the Cubs like certain people who I won't name that are talking to you. Right now. Uh, no, we my parents would have baseball on, but we didn't really like super get into it. Um, I really didn't get deeply into it until I went to college, um, just because at the time the Cubs were on WGN and because you could get that station anywhere. I could watch the Cubs um, a lot when I was away at school. So it was kind of a nice thing to have, like connecting to back home. Yeah. Um, so that was when I started getting really more into it. But I did go to games as a teenager and stuff. I just wasn't quite as invested as I was once I was a little bit farther from home and more interested in actually paying attention to the games. Yes. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Believe it or not, I was um, baptized wearing a Cubs jersey. <laughs> I didn't have a chance. <laughs> so that's probably a good spot to leave this on, but... You know, it's always good to have you on, but I'll let you out. Where can everyone find you on the internet? Uh, my Twitter is kdwerzynski, K-D-Z-W-I-E-R-Z-Y-N-S-K-I. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. And if you don't follow her, you should. Very <laughs> enjoyable. And yeah, as always, thanks for coming on. Sure, thanks for having me. You can follow me on Twitter at STH85, and we will have more episodes coming up. Hopefully, the Cubs will keep playing well, but until then, thank you as always for listening.